Safe travel and lifestyle is where it is at, sharing our life and adventures with you on a weekly basis, as well as some little goodies from fellow surf and travel peeps. So I hope you tune in. Okay, legit, this is my very first interview. I am sitting here with Mandy. Mandy is someone that I found on Instagram. And what caught my attention about her profile was the fact that she does art on surfboards. And I'm not an artistic person, but I definitely get into surf, so this was something that caught my eye. And I was just being nosy and all the rest of it, and I decided to reach out and ask Mandy if she would do an interview with me. And during our conversation, I found out a few other things. The fact that Mandy is actually, like right now she's currently living on the Gold Coast, but she is about to move out of her rental and into a caravan with her dog and her partner because she wants to live a life that's a little bit more simple and minimalistically and, and all the rest of it. And that is another thing that sparked my attention. And being this whole caravan van life thing <laughs> is something that I've always been obsessed with. So anyway, I'm sitting here with Mandy and we're going to have a chat pretty much about her life and how she got into art and what kind of brought this whole thing to surface, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, I did read on your blog that you aren't originally from Australia. No, actually, so I moved here permanently about three years ago um, from BC in Canada. Um, always loved Australia. I'm not sure why. I always wanted to move here. Um, just had some sort of obsession. And then um, actually when I had my ticket booked to come for my working holiday visa, I met my partner a month before I was leaving. And we traveled around together. He showed me around Australia. And... I decided I didn't want to leave. <laughs> so you, you met him in Australia? I met him in Canada, oh, Canada a month before I was leaving. And then a week before I was meant to get on my flight, he asked if I wanted to move in with him and his mom in Melbourne, actually. So, um, ah, okay. Yeah. So I came over. We barely knew each other. And he just, it just worked out. We had a lot of the same, like, everything sort of lined up. We didn't really know what we wanted to do. Just wanted to travel. And um, I came to the Gold Coast for the first time. And I was like, like, this is where I want to live. Like, mm. this is this is it. This is awesome. So um, we went back to Canada for a year, um, did another snow season, and then came back um, permanently um, on a partnership visa. So he okay. sponsored me to stay here. So I just got my residency like a month ago and <laughs> just went through. It took about three years. So Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was a long process. <laughs> that is a long process, especially yeah. now that you're looking at um after doing your whole van life thing. Well, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. But you, you mentioned before that you wanted to move. Is it move to Bali or just oh, yeah. travel around Bali? Uh, yeah, not permanently to Bali, I guess, but just spend a bit of time there. I just I know that there's a lot of people doing similar things to mm-hmm. me with a similar sort of mindset that just wants to live day to day and yeah. not be tied down to a nine to five that's like my worst yeah. nightmare <laughs> I guess you could no, say yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah not not permanently moved to Bali I guess but um yeah definitely spend some time there and just get to know maybe bounce ideas off people that are quite similar living a life minimalist like oh you'll find you'll find a ton of them yeah oh yeah I think I think now everyone's starting to realize that life is way too short yeah. To just be stuck in one place and to be working a nine to five job that they probably hate anyway. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, you're definitely following the trend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm a bit late to the party, but I'll get there. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be very late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell me, how, how did you get into art and what made you um, 
because I know you mentioned that you've been doing art since you were a child, but what made you start to do art on like surfboards and skateboards and? Okay, um, Instagram it definitely influenced everything. Like I, when I first started out, I was just pretty much like mimicking what I saw on Instagram because mm. I was like, no one's gonna see what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm just some small town chick from Canada. I'm like, these people mm. are like crazy artists. Like yeah. I didn't consider myself an artist whatsoever. Um, but I saw a really cool um, retro fish surfboard at the tip actually. And I was like, oh, like it's in pretty good condition. It was 15 bucks. I'm like, whatever, I'll just give it a crack. So I yeah. grabbed it and um, I watched like a really like slow tutorial on YouTube on how to fix them up and everything. And it, it wasn't like my best work, obviously. It was my first yeah. one I'd ever done. But And it was a lot of lot of sanding I used to sand everything by hand I didn't have yeah, like a sander and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took ages and ages but um yeah no and then I did my first one and I posted it on um, Instagram and immediately I just had like friends and people asking oh can I get one can you do one for me and I think I was only oh. charging like 200 bucks or something at the beginning and it mm. took me two weeks to do one so yeah um yeah I just didn't think I, it was going to gain the traction that it did and it just kind of took off and um yeah, I've just been trying to find like ways to cut corners and just make it go quicker and finding my own style as well. That's been a really hard thing um, when you when you love another artist's work. Yeah. It's hard, like, do you know what I mean? And I, I didn't, um, yeah, I didn't know how to find my own sort of flavor, but the um, most recent boards that I've done, I feel like it's more reflecting my style of artwork, yeah. not so much anyone else's, like doing different colors and just whatever I want to throw into a board that's been really really exciting um and I feel like I found the passion again for a while I was getting like yeah. a bit bored just because I felt like I was yeah doing other people's stuff but now it's just that's what funny. I want to do <laughs> it's yeah. funny how you say that because a lot of people can turn that back on life too yeah don't yeah because social media can heavily influence someone's life they I feel like I'm saying this from personal experience mm. like um you can follow someone that you like and follow their lifestyle and then all of a sudden you're changing your life to mimic theirs. Yeah. When it's re that's really not how you mm. live. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, because it's not meant to be your path. Yeah. or Yeah, no, 100%. So I feel since I've taken a step back and I'm like, I'm just going to put out what I like. Mm. And if people do end up liking it, cool. But yeah. so far it's been going okay yeah. and I feel like a lot happier. And um, yeah, since I started doing the skateboards because I knew... At first it was surfboards was what everyone loved to look at and mm. thought it was like crazy and I still love doing them but now for me doing skateboard art is more like I'm like I really enjoy doing this because it's I can turn more over so when yeah. I get excited about drawing something I can get it done in a day yeah. versus when I get down to like day three of 10 hour days of drawing and I'm like I just want this surfboard to be over yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so just doing that and then um I still have, I actually just got a, a custom order in for a surfboard um, last night. So, and that one's going to be going to New wow. Zealand. So that's pretty cool. I haven't set one there yet. So. so with your orders, with your custom orders, do they request what they want drawn? Yeah. So the way that I do it is um, the person will message me on Instagram and generally I'll get them to just send through some photos of things that mm. they like and sort of tell me a little bit about themselves. And um, usually I do just a one quick rough like really rough sketch yeah and I say general layout because I, I hate to um pull away from the moment if I'm seeing like oh that would look so cool on the board right now yeah, yeah. I don't 
I don't have necessarily the time, especially if it's someone in America or something like that, to go back and be like, oh, do you mind if I change this? So I, yeah. I, I it's been good because everyone so far has been really understanding. Like if you're asking an artist to do something, you need to give them the free will to make the decisions in the end. I guess it's a little bit different than if you're getting a tattoo or something like that. You want to know what yeah. it looks like. But um, so far I've just been this is rough. If someone's like, I really want a combi on it, I'll definitely have the combi on it. But the actual flow and layout of the whole board, I may change a few things as I'm going. If I'm like, oh, I don't really like that. Or do you know what I mean? So, yeah. 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 I feel like, I feel that's a good idea to do anyway. It allows the artist to kind of express. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I, I don't know what, like paper to surfboard is quite different. Mm. So I can say, oh, that looks really good on paper. If I have my general layout. And then I start putting it on the board and I'm like, oh, I don't really like that element of it. So I'll just take that part out. And yeah. so far everyone's been over the moon. Like the reactions is my, my favorite part of um, giving the board. Cause everyone's always just, my favorite is like, oh, that looks way better than I thought yeah. it would, which is cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. I like, love that. Yeah. I've had, I've got to give, like actually hand give, I think two of my boards that I haven't had to ship. Mm. And that's been the absolute, like, Oh, yeah, because you can you're see their reaction. In the and, with them. and like they feel like, yeah, you just have this cool sort of connection. And um, I actually took one over to California with me. Mm. Um, a girl ordered one for Christmas, and I went just shortly after Christmas to California and I got to hand deliver it to her door. And she was just, yeah, she was next level, like, no way, I can't believe you're here. And her mom was like hugging me, and it was, yeah, oh, it was gosh. just a really cool moment. So, yeah. That's so weird, and it's just. It's just it's just art, it. yeah, I know. But people just get excited, and it's something that you're gonna have, well, hopefully forever. That's in yeah. your bedroom or your house, so it's quite, yeah, it's quite cool. Yeah, that is that's sick. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your um, your decision to do this whole caravan life thing. Okay, um, so Lloyd, my partner, and I actually lived in a van in America for three months already. Oh, um, okay. It was the worst van you could ever picture. It was a thousand dollars. Don't know how it ran the whole time that we were there. We had no issues with it. But Lloyd's a very tall, very tall guy. Uh, he didn't even fit on the bed. Oh it was very uncomfortable. But we somehow managed three months of it. And um, it's funny when we picked up the caravan. The lady's like, "Oh, it'll test your relationship, like living in it." And I'm like, "We've already been through it. Like, <laughs> we know what we're doing." So. Um, just I guess over that time of the three months living in the van even though it was quite testing and sometimes like you get over not having a shower and just like having bathrooms sometimes can be like frustrating we were like we were kind of teetering between getting just a van or a caravan mm. and I was like I want to feel at home a little bit more like I would love to be able to sit at a couch or um, just even cook meals inside yeah. so like if for full-time living, I said to Lloyd, I'm like, I would like a caravan, I think, a bit more. Um, and he was fine with that. So um, we, we looked around, found a nice caravan. I was like, I could actually make it really nice in here. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think Lloyd and I both grew up not with a lot of stuff and moved around a lot. And I find more comfortable having less things I than I do having... Feeling. It is. And I, I feel I can focus on things that are a bit more important than what rug I have in my living room yeah, or yeah, yeah. do you do you know what I'm saying and I when I first moved here I thought oh I need to have a really nice car I need to have a nice house and I kind of lost my whole um 
I guess my beliefs mm. I thought you know I started falling into that trap and then as soon as Lloyd and I had everything you can't really tell because our house is a bit empty right now but we <laughs> did have a lot of stuff in here and I felt like a bit overwhelmed I'm like all right now that I have it all what do I do with it yeah like so uh, I'm I just feel like I can do a lot more out traveling yeah if I'm not paying you know close to six hundred dollars a week on rent and oh my god that's insane I know yeah it's crazy so it's a nice place though but it is beautiful <laughs> and it's been great and I've loved living here even having like family come to visit and stuff mm. but I think the thing is is you can always get more stuff but you can't always live in a caravan and travel around oh, Australia yeah. and see everything so we're young um we don't have kids for you know it's easy for us to just pack up the dog and leave the house, you know? So we're just going to take advantage of it. And if it all goes really sour and isn't good, we can always just come back, get jobs and, you know, like it's not the end of the world. We've done it. We've moved from Canada to Australia to Canada again and back and forth. And we've, we've completely done it. We're not scared. So I I think it's the not having fear thing that we just want to, take advantage of not having fear yet yeah. maybe i'll be regretting it in six months but um well so far you've got a good you know what i mean like um you're making money from your art you're doing yeah. what you love you're able to travel yeah your job is convenient at this point mm. yeah so yeah what's stopping really yeah i just i don't i, I did get a bit of anxiety because I, I love my couch and i love my bed and those were like those two things that i love but i'm yeah. like but they just think. Are they worth it as well? Like, they're not. Yeah, they're just things. And then, like, I love where we're at as well. This is my favorite house I've ever lived in. Yeah. But at any second, the owner of the house could be like, oh, we need you out in, yeah. in six months or whatever. And you're like, okay, crap. So I've just completely put my life on hold because I like this house. Yeah. But someone can take it away from me at any second. So I would love... I just want to put everything in my own hands to make it work. We can find the coolest places to park the caravan that it'll be like just like having a house. That's a different view every day yeah. if you choose to move. Yeah, day. yeah, absolutely. So going to take full advantage. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'll talk to you in six months if, if it all goes bad. I agree though. I'm like all for that whole minimalistic living. Um, a couple of years ago, was it a couple of years ago? I got into minimalism because of the pure fact that um, I was... Every single month for like years, I was going through this phase of constantly decluttering. Yeah. And I was like, my house is too cluttered. I have so much stuff. And I would get rid of everything that was either not being used, I didn't want, or whatever. Mm. Um, and it got to the point where Ricky's like, okay, stop, because we're going to have nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think it's a matter of the house being cluttered. I think it's something more internal. Mm. I was like, possibly. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so I ended up uh, reading this book. I read this book called The Minimalist or something. Yeah. Um, and they talked more about life mm. and how life can get really cluttered yeah. with things and money and all these things that you think you want, but you don't really want it because what happens when you do get it? Yeah. You know, you just want more. The next thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You just want more. So I started to change the way I thought. And ever since I changed the way I thought um, and looked at it from a more internal perception, I, I don't declutter. Yeah. Anymore. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay, so it was like an internal thing. Right. So, yeah, the last couple of years I've been like minimalistic ever since. Yeah. So you just decided not to buy the new thing and just, yeah. yeah. I have like four pairs of shoes down from 30 odd. Yeah. Four pairs, but only two of them I wear. Well, exactly. So the other two don't yeah. even worn. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... <laughs> yeah. And I used to have like this massive wardrobe and I would constantly 
buy the, the, the latest trends. Some stuff wouldn't even get worn. Yeah, still you got know? the tags on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, you don't need to be doing that. Yeah, that's that's definitely one thing. Like, I've already cut my wardrobe in half, but then I when we picked up the caravan, I was like, I'm going to have to cut it into maybe even a quarter of what the half was because yeah. you, you just don't have the space, but you don't need six jumpers. You don't need... You don't. And, like, I get it. I love clothes, too, and I understand, like, I feel like this lifestyle isn't about I'm not allowed to have all this stuff like I'm not allowed to love clothes or I'm not allowed do you know what I'm saying Mm. like yeah um but it's more about just even maybe later on down the track if I want to have more stuff I can but right now I know I don't need that and I'd rather spend my money towards adventures travel experiences working on my career that I'd rather have than the newest dress or anything like that so when you really look at it if you really stood in front of your wardrobe and you had a look at the things that you own you would be able to pick out very few of what you wear all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that tidying up with Mary Kondo or whatever that's on Netflix. Have you heard of that? Oh, no. Oh, it's just this... I think she's Japanese and she comes in and she says, if it doesn't bring you joy, you have to thank it for being yeah. in your life and get rid of and it. Get rid of it. <laughs> that's what they say on The Minimalist. Well. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like... So she's a Minimalist. Yeah. Yeah, so... I. I'm going to have to do that a little bit more, I think, too. Yeah, because I noticed that after, because I read the book, once I read the book, um, I got rid of every ornament that I had in my house that wasn't sentimental. Mm. It was just a thing that I bought because I liked it. Now, all of my ornaments are things that are sentimental. Like on my shelf, I have a three-piece candle thing with stones in it that my sister bought for my mum for her birthday years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's sentimental because my mum passed away a few years ago. Yeah. Ages ago, actually. Um, and then next to it, I have like this treasure box kind of thing, which has got all of my mum and dad's things, like his clock that he used to use, their watches, their jewellery. That's like my treasure box. Yeah. That's oh, an ornament on top of my shelf. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So these, it's just all things that get used every day. Yeah. Or mean something to me. Yeah. And so that book was powerful. It makes a massive, massive difference. Yeah. And just the, yeah, I guess the amount of money that you save not buying, like, oh, I really love that lampshade, like, actual yeah. lampshade, but yeah, like, I already have one at home. <laughs> yeah, and you could do that with your caravan too, you know, like, just yeah. keep the things that mean something, like, wherever you go in your adventures or something, you can yeah. something sentimental. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, I think the one thing I'm struggling the most with is all the artwork, because uh, these artworks are from, like, um... This is my boyfriend's friend's uh, brother. So his, he's really big, actually, in Sydney. His name's uh, Mulga. Uh, huge fan when we moved here. He's done stuff in, like, Bondi Beach and stuff. He oh, does, wow. yeah, and he has his own pop-up stores in Sydney. Like, I'm a huge fan of his. Um, I have nowhere in the caravan. There's no blank walls to hang okay. anything in the caravan. So, and I guess it's just extra weight. So I think the only thing I'll end up holding on to and maybe getting my sister-in-law to keep as my artwork yeah yeah and then that one that's not in the frame anymore um his name's Eden Moore uh it's the brother that is <laughs> their brothers so oh, wow. yeah they're both really talented and I'm obsessed with both of their work so um I'll definitely hang on to them I think those are the only things that I'll hold on to that I can't keep in the caravan but yeah. um yeah all this other stuff it's all gotta go <laughs> The op shops are going to be overflowing. <laughs> well, yeah, it's good to like sell what you can, donate. What yeah, you can, yeah, absolutely. Give it a new life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So very exciting. <laughs> that is so cool. 
I'm actually really looking forward to watching your story grow on Instagram. Oh, thank you. Because now it's going to go from doing your artwork and then it's going to move on to travel. and. Yeah, it, a bit more of a backstory, I guess. Usually I don't share a whole lot of what's going on behind the scenes. Usually I kind of just keep it flat with my artwork. But I think maybe a few more people could relate to me um, in the sense that, yeah, I'm not living... A normal Definitely. life and something maybe other people are wanting to do or wanting to try. Yes. I'm just, I'm just a random chick just giving it a crack. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not anyone. And special. that's what people relate to. That's yeah. what people love. And like, oh my gosh, she's so inspiring. And the next minute, they'll try and find a way to do it mm. as well because so many people are stuck in this circle that they, yeah. you know they're going around in circles because they're taught from childhood or whatever you need to get a good education and get a good job yeah and work until you're like almost ready to die yeah do you know what I mean mm, uh, yeah exactly and that's 100% the opposite of what my partner and I want to do yeah I'd rather struggle for five years just trying to get something of my own off the ground than be at school for five years yeah. trying to get yes. get an education that I don't 100% care about for yeah. maybe a job that I'll be handed it's yeah. just my brain has never worked that way. I've never loved school. I've never, yeah, it's just been, and I could never figure out why. I wish I could have been someone that loved learning and being at school and sitting in class eight hours a day or anything like, I just can't. I mean, you, My this, brain this, just didn't work that way. You can always learn. Do you know? Oh, like you're constantly learning. Taking it's, what are you learning for? Are you learning to be an employee or you're learning to, to be go a, the other yeah, way? Do you know yeah, that? yeah, definitely. So I do... I actually graduated high school online because I found I needed to be in control of my time. So yeah, I think like, because I graduated in 2012, um, I think that was one of the earlier years that you could do that. Mm. Um, And no one I knew of at the time was like, oh, I didn't even know that was possible. So I just took my last two courses online and I finished them in two weeks because it was up to me when I wanted to do it and how I wanted to do it. That's homeschooling, yeah? Um, I guess technically in Canada, like I still graduated with my class, but I did it independently because okay. I didn't live at home when I was from when I was 15, mm-hmm. I've lived out of home. Um, so I just, yeah, my school decided that that would be the best way for me to graduate because I just couldn't That's focus. So, cool. so, and then, yeah, so, um, everything's been online for me and I, I think, um, my business and all that, it just all sort of is starting to make sense. Yeah. Um, because I've always loved taking photos and just doing things online and I feel like I can express myself better writing things out or taking yeah. photos rather than I can, um, yeah, even just chatting or anything like that. I feel like that's my expressive Taking way. photos and writing? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I'm exactly the same. I love taking photos. Yeah. I love writing. I used to have a blog. Um, I used to have a blog which is purely based on my family's memory. So whatever adventures we went on, mm-hmm. I would take the photos. I really um, didn't have any purpose behind it. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I could probably grow this into something, but what? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You needed to have a goal or something yeah. that you're offering. Yeah. And because I didn't really have a purpose behind it, I had no clue what I was doing with yeah. it. I was <laughs> yeah. like, maybe I should just like stop paying for this and do the free version. So now I'm just doing the free version. Yeah. Until I figure out what it is that I want to do yeah, for yeah. the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, how cool. I think the, the beginning's the most fun because that's when you're sort of finding out your flavor, even though it's a bit daunting putting yourself out there. Like, that's been the hardest thing for me. Like, I 
if I put up an Instagram post or something before I go to bed, which I shouldn't do anymore because I'll just lay there and be like, oh my God, like overthinking what I put up. I'm like, oh, did I spell everything right? Or did I, <laughs> do I sound like a dork? Like, I don't know. But I've, like, I've gotten better with that. Obviously, it's just scary at the beginning when you're first. Mm. You're still trying to figure your own stuff out, let alone everyone else that's seeing yeah. you trying to figure it out as well. But I think I'm excited for you know, three, four years down the track when I can look back at where I started and be like, wow, like, yeah. good thing I stuck with this. And your whole journey will be on Instagram. Yeah. And YouTube now that you've got that going. Yeah, and how exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. So I, um, I heard something on another podcast the other day. Um, she said, if you wait till you're re- um, if everything's perfect on your first try, then you waited too long to get started. So, you know, yeah. And so that way, even though I'm probably going to cringe a lot, like on my first YouTube video and how I edited and like even my first, you know, surfboard and everything, like I can already look back at that one and be like, "Eh, (laughs) what were you doing? But I, yeah, I still feel proud of it and I'm excited. Like that's how you know that you're growing and doing something and sticking with it. If you're continually doing it over and getting better. So yeah, that is such a, I wish I saw that years ago. I have restarted so many different Instagram profiles because you get a new idea and you want to. Well, yeah, you get a new fresh. idea and yeah. you don't want to mix it all in and mm-hmm. get confused whoever's yeah. following you and actually cares about your post. Um, yeah. <laughs> but your photos will go from cringy to really nice. Yeah. And then you want to delete all of the cringy ones. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've had to resist so many times. <laughs> but doing that screws up your algorithm thing with Instagram did you know that I didn't know that this is what I have found this is why I've had to keep redoing profiles because Instagram shuts me down because when you delete too many photos or if you um use too many hashtags everything that you do like that comes off spamming oh okay no I didn't know that yeah so you gotta be really careful you gotta be so careful that's why it's like okay from now on don't delete anything no matter how much you don't like it No matter how cringy it is. Yeah, if you look at my page, because I just literally maybe a month ago, I've tried to do a bit of a rebranding just with how I edit photos and stuff. So you can literally see the change, a full block of how I used to edit photos. And I'm like, oh, like I want to delete them. But I'm like, I I feel like if someone's scrolling through your page, they can see where you came from as well. Yeah. I feel like that makes you a bit more relatable as well, even though you're like, don't look at them. I know, because now, like if you scroll down to the bottom of my Instagram now, Every photo is like good. Yeah. And I was like, ah, yeah. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're so right. However, you got that quote from. Yeah. It's so true. I've listened to a lot of really great. Um, that's why I, I loved when you reached out to me because I, I listen to podcasts every day. That's where I find, that's how I learn. That's where I get my inspiration from. Everything about social media, I've learned from yeah. podcasts. Um, there, there's so many great ones out there. I listen to a lot about Shopify. Um, mm. Just, just think like people that are doing it, people that are successful. Yeah. And if I find, if I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing anything today. If I turn on a podcast and someone else is out there killing it and doing their thing, then I'm like, all right, like I need to get up (laughs) and do it. You know, like I'm such a, I do get inspired by just even someone being like, oh, like I had no traction on something for five years, but I thought I'd just keep doing it. And then one day just boom, they're all of a sudden their Shopify store is making ridiculous money. So I... I have to continually listen to things like that or else like, you know, I forget um, why I'm doing it and what, yeah. what it is I'm working towards. So there's that and then um, YouTube as well. I watch so many vlogs and mm-hmm. I think that's why I want to 
to get going on it even if there's only one person that's watching it which my brother does he's so sweet (laughs) every time I release a new one he's like oh I raced home to watch it like he's so cute so that's really nice just even one person that gets something out of my video you feel like oh that's pretty cool that youtube is good though youtube is owned by google yeah yeah so it's two of the largest search engines in the world Mm -hmm. and it's it's knowledge that's where you can learn stuff from and i think i actually think that like youtube's going to take over netflix in the next few years because it's it's starting its own streaming service for movies and like tv and all that sort of stuff i think there's youtube premium now or whatever right so i think that's going to be you know I think that's opened the gateway for people to actually start to next level their vlogs and go from mm. vlogs to movies. Yeah. Create their own movies. I think that's so cool because now, you know, back when TV was like, you, you just watched cable television or mm. whatever. It's like, oh, TV stars, that's so cool. Like the yeah. only way you could be on TV is if you were part of a network or something. But now it's like, I'm going to start my own vlog or I'm going to start my own podcast. You can, which is the radio. It's taking yeah. over the radio, right? And it's so cool that everyone's just taken everything into their own hands and if you want to do something you can 100% just do it you got an iPhone you can do anything anything you can have any sort of online business with your phone yeah yeah which yeah I think it's it's amazing and even even though it's you know it's hard to get traction and you got to work at it every day it's so cool that if you really wanted to do it you can it is hard to get traction especially now because (sighs) social media is just flooded yeah oh everyone's got it yeah yeah. Like if we had started whatever we had started three, four years ago, yeah. we still would have been okay. Yeah. But now everyone's now doing hard. it. Yeah. 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 That's a bit hard. But like there's, I feel like there's enough room for everyone. There's a, you know, if you find your little niche and your thing that you're talking about and mm. um, your area and become the specialist on it, you can, yeah, you can really gain some traction. Yeah. You just need a few people to really love what you do. Yeah. And tag away yeah. tag their friends yeah and eventually you'll get traction yeah. but it's just a matter of sticking yeah. to it <laughs> yeah that's the hard part yeah, yeah. sticking to it <laughs> a bit degrading some days yeah for sure but yeah that is awesome I don't think I have any more questions I think amazing thank you that's for really all me. I wanted to know this is so fun <laughs> yeah it was I was so excited like literally jumping on my bed going Aww. oh my god I got my first freaking podcast interview with a cool. chick that gets into all the same shit as me. I'm honoured. Thank you. So I was pretty stoked. <laughs> well, I, I really hope, like, I know your podcast is going to go far. You're amazing. Like, I follow your page. It's beautiful. You're hmm. going to do great. I can't wait to see Thank where you're going to be in six months to a year. It's going to be great. Great. Yeah, so much nice. traction. Cool. Well, where can people find you? Because I'm going to leave Mandy's uh, YouTube and Instagram and website in the show notes. But what did you want to say to kind of... To wrap it up. Yeah, okay. to wrap it up. <laughs> um, well, you can follow my artwork on, uh, so it's mandy.m on Instagram. And then mandymalinski.com is my website where you can purchase custom artworks. Um, email me directly if you have any questions about upcycling old surfboards. or um, And my YouTube videos. My YouTube channel is Mandy Malinsky as well. I have a few videos on there. And I um, upload a new vlog every week. So you can... Check in if you want to see what I'm doing with my caravan um, next week and everything with my art as well. Oh my god, that's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to leave the link to my YouTube channel in the show notes too so that you can go and check out the vlog because after this podcast, I'm going to follow Mandy around her house and she's going to show me her artwork that she's done on her skateboard and her surfboard and if I'm lucky enough, I may even get a tour of the caravan. So if you want to see all that stuff, then you can check it out on, well, either one of our YouTube yeah. channels really. 
But yes. Anywho, thank you guys for listening. I will catch you guys next week unless I decide to put something up before then, which I probably will. (laughs) But anywho, enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you next, well, chat with you next week. Bye. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, go now. Thank you for listening to my mum's podcast. (laughs) Podcast. Podcast. Cast. Cast. (laughs) Cast. <laughs> <laughs>